guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So this week we get a chance to go to the book of Amos. We got Amos and Obadiah, which we're going to focus on with this whole minor prophets as we're finishing up the rest of the year of the Old Testament here. So when it comes to the book of Amos, let me let me backtrack a little bit and share with you. There's a conference talk that many of you are familiar with. In fact, if you have a pulse, this talk will mean something to you. It was given back in 1989, and the talk is called Beware of Pride by Ezra Taft Benson. Now, one of the things I remember about this is this is a landmark talk for President Benson. He actually didn't even give this talk. Gordon B. Hinckley, who was a counselor to President Benson, actually gave this talk. But it's attributed to President Benson because he wrote this talk. It was life-altering. Like I said, for anybody who struggles with pride on a regular basis, all of us, this talk is going to be meaningful to you. And I remember one statement from this talk that just has always echoed with me. And it was this statement here. God will have a humble people. Either we can choose to be humble or we can be compelled to be humble. Now that, and again, it's it's not designed to be ominous, but the result is humility. Humility is something that God wants from us. We can choose it or we can be compelled to have it. And this was on my mind as I was reading the book of Amos. Now, Amos, let me give you a little background on who he is first. The guide to the scriptures says he was a prophet in the Old Testament who prophesied from approximately 792 to 740 BC in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah, and Jeroboam, bad guy, king of Israel. Uh, it says it's a book of the Old Testament. Many of Amos's prophecies were to warn Israel and her neighboring nations to return to righteousness. Again, it's that warning. It's like, look, I want you guys to be humble. If you go to Amos chapter 4, you're seeing the efforts of the Lord to help his people to become humble. Like you go to verse number 6, I have also given you cleanness of teeth in all your cities. When I read that, I thought, great dental hygiene. Well, you click on the word clean and it refers to a famine. You think about this, if you're not eating food, your teeth might be okay, right? Cleanness of teeth in all your cities and want of bread in all your places. Yet have ye not returned unto me, saith the Lord. That returning and that repentance. Verses 7 and 8, he refers to rain that comes down. And verse 8, ye have not returned unto me, saith the Lord. Verse 9, I have smitten you with blasting and mildew, meaning your gardens, your crops, your fig trees, your olive trees. They're not going to do well. Palmer worms have devoured them. Yet have ye not returned unto me, saith the Lord. I think you're seeing a pattern here. I have sent you pestilence after the manner of Egypt. That was bad pestilence. I've made a stink of the camps come up into your nostrils. Yet have ye not returned unto me, saith the Lord. I have overthrown some of you, just like God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. Yet ye have not returned unto me, saith the Lord. And then you got verse 12, which could sound very ominous. Therefore, thus will I do unto thee, O Israel, and because I will do this unto thee, Prepare to meet thy God, O Israel. Now that phrase is not a bad phrase. Prepare to meet thy God, O Israel. It's, it's why we're here on this earth. And God wants us to be able to be prepared 
to meet him again. Now, what's interesting is I was reading through all of this humility that's been the Lord's trying to give to the people. I kept thinking about the Book of Mormon. I was thinking about the pride cycle that we go through, how we've got, we're doing awesome. And then we start thinking, I'm so awesome that I don't need God. And then we get that pride. And then that pride leads to destruction. And then that destruction compels us to be humble. And that humility then leads us to the righteousness. And the righteousness leads us to prosperity. And then that prosperity leads us to pride, right? It's that cycle that we all go through. Well, you see it a lot in the book of Helaman. Uh, You go to Helaman chapter 12, verse 3. And thus we see that except the Lord doth chasten his people with many afflictions, yea, except he doth visit them with death and with terror and with famine and with all manner of pestilence, they will not remember him. Again, the purpose of this is to help us remember the Lord. As I was going through this, I thought about uh, Alma 32, where you've got these Zoramites who have been kicked out of their synagogues and compelled to be humble. Now, there's a cool statement here in Alma 32, starting all the way in verse number six, where it says, these people, their afflictions truly had humbled them that they were in a preparation to hear the word of the Lord. Uh, You go down to verse number eight, I behold that ye are lowly in heart, that humility that is there. And if so, blessed are ye. Go down to verse number 12. It is well with ye that ye are cast out of your synagogues, that ye may be humble. Down in that verse again. Because of your exceeding poverty, you are brought to a lowliness of heart, for ye are necessarily brought to be humble. Verse 13. Because ye are compelled to be humble, Blessed are ye, for a man sometimes, if he is compelled to be humble, seeketh repentance. And now surely whosoever repenteth shall find mercy. And he that findeth mercy and endureth to the end, the same shall be saved. This humility is awesome. Now I say unto you that because you were compelled to be humble, ye were blessed. Do ye not suppose that ye are more blessed who truly humble themselves because of the word? Yea, he that truly humbleth himself and repenteth of his sins and endureth to the end, the same shall be blessed. Again, that result is the same. Yea, much more blessed than they who are compelled to be humble because of their exceeding poverty. And then this great phrase in verse 16 of Alma 32, blessed are they who humble themselves without being compelled to be humble. That's the trick here is trying to figure out how to do that. Now, what's cool about that is you go back to Amos chapter five, the Lord actually gives us opportunities to do that. So in chapter five, uh, verse number four, thus saith the Lord unto the house of Israel, seek ye me and ye shall live. It's not this matter of I'm going to send you pestilence and famine and you're going to seek me. It's like, no, seek me and ye shall live. You go down to verse number 14, seek good and not evil that ye may live. And so the Lord, the God of hosts, shall be with you as ye have spoken. Verse 15, hate the evil and love the good. Establish judgment in the gate. It may be that the Lord God of hosts will be gracious unto the remnant of Joseph. So if you will choose to be humble. Now I've done both in my life. I've been compelled to be humble and I have chosen to be humble. Um, Having done both, I prefer the choosing, right? If we will choose to be humble then that the Lord is going to bless us. You go back to President Benson's talk shortly after that quote where he says, God will have a humble people. We can choose or he will compel us. He says, let us choose to be humble. We can choose to humble ourselves by conquering enmity. It's that hatred, that opposition towards our brothers and sisters, esteeming them as ourselves and lifting them higher, higher than we are. We can choose to humble ourselves by receiving counsel and chastisement. We can choose to humble ourselves by forgiving those who have offended us. We can choose to humble ourselves by rendering selfless service. We can choose to be humble by going on missions and preaching the word of God that can humble others. There's some great scripture references to go along with these. We can choose to humble ourselves by getting to the temple more frequently.
frequently. We can choose to humble ourselves by confessing and forsaking our sins and being born of God. We can choose to humble ourselves by loving God, submitting our will to his, and putting him first in our lives. And then this great statement, let us choose to be humble. We can do it. I know we can. So again, that idea of just choosing to be humble. Easier said than done. I get that because pride comes so naturally for all of us. I do love that that's one of the principles here in the book of Amos is like, look, the Lord is giving people opportunities to be humble. He wants us to return to him. He wants us to connect with him. Let us choose to do that. And I know if we do it, it's going to be a great blessing to our lives. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.